Welcome to After the Before, where we are discussing what comes after. What comes after our previous episode, so. which is the before. Okay, so listen, if you guys listen to the basic necessities, uh, we start off with this jazzy song, and Andy wants to end it with this, like, this country. Podcast, podcast. Yeah, that's All enough. Right, we're not doing it. We're yeah, not listening. We're not going to do the whole thing. But it starts off with that. And then, but that's intro to the song. So there's a couple other options that we had for an intro, but we went with that one. So what I'm thinking is we end with a jazzy song, but it's like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Join us next time. And then whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it it's the good. same theme, but just different but words. But just different lyrics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think I that can, should it. be hard. I get it. I get it. It should be hard. Yeah, yeah. All right. Dope. So tell us, all right, so if, if you listen to the before. Episode 12. So not the before, like that's the title, like Basic Necessities, but what came before this. Um, we were talking about for, for a second, Andy touched on this random crazy thing that he got on. And I honestly still don't know how in the world you got on it. Yeah, so dude. you said you would talk about it. So I want to hear how, all right, all right. These are the questions you need to answer. What is it? How you manage to get on it when there's like probably millions of people trying to get on it and it's only what 200 people millions. let me go let me check i mean you said millions of people yeah. are gonna be streaming no millions in. of people are probably gonna watch it he said it's a big deal and then uh and then um how much money you can make let's do that yeah i don't know how much money i can make hang on let me see here he's just being humble he's I'm gonna make millions oh, of dollars no, well so the the there's this show that i watch on youtube which is like uh it is called game theory and they just talk about it like they just take science things and like put it into games and they're like this can't work because logic and it's like well duh like it's a video game it could do <laughs> there's yeah, something going <laughs> okay so listen uh, we said this in the basic necessity they're playing thing. marbles or something uh my my nephews are upstairs <laughs> it's so funny i feel like this is what a lot of podcast people do like they have to make do with where they're at and there's always sound effects and we always have to like say why it's going on so i'm going to <laughs> my nephews are upstairs and we're in the basement and we have a wood floor and they're do you hear that yeah you can definitely hold on, hear hold, on it. hold on let's hear it let's hear it. oh you moved the mic closer they're a hundred percent throwing like dice That's or straight something up the upstairs. They're playing craps. Are you teaching your I'm nephews, a, your like five year old text... nephews, how to play craps? Listen, no, we're we're babysitting my nephews. Uh, well, we are. That's actually very nice of me to say. No, my <laughs> wife is babysitting my nephews, so I'm gonna text her right now. Um, hey, just having hey, to... put some duct tape over their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. That was a joke. That was a joke, people. Um. Yeah, so this this YouTube channel that I watch has been doing stuff for like years. They've been around for a long time. I'm sure some people listening have heard of it. But what is it? It's game theory. Game theory, uh, yeah. And it just takes like yeah, real life physics and and stuff like that and just says like this is why things in games can't work or like here's how so and so is connected to like another video game. And it's just like it's basically conspiracy theory the the channel like for YouTube, so they just like for video games. Mm -hmm. So they're like Mario is actually like evil stuff like that, <laughs> and so so it's just like ridiculous stuff. 
But they're doing a live stream for St. Jude. Okay. So it's like they're trying to raise a million dollars in this live stream. And it's happening on December 1st. But they wanted, since of the whole lockdown and stuff, they wanted to bring in a fake studio audience. So they want to have people zoom into this meeting and participate in some games and like win oh, so money. You're actually going to play the games. Yeah. So they're and having you're going to win money based on winning. They're having the a whole bunch of guests and stuff. So like Mr. Beast's going to be there, who just gives away money. Like that's his mm-hmm. job because it basically is his job. Um. But, yeah, they're having, like, a whole bunch of games so people can win money, but, like, the people in the audience can win money. Mm-hmm. So, not the people watching at home, but the people who are in, like, the Zoom call. Which is what you're going to Which do. is what I'll be. And how many other people are going to do that? I don't know. They said, like, from 100 to 200 people. Dang. So, Your odds are we'll very high. So, yeah, out of the million, <laughs> like, people, out of the million people watching who can't receive money or, like, win stuff. Yeah. My odds are now 1 in 200 that yeah. I can get on the show and win stuff. Keep keep rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, if I use your basement, then like you'll be able to help win. So I get a percentage. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking, right? You get like it's half like, of one percent. I'm I'm I've been thinking because I was like, okay, I want to show that like Catholicism's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know how to do that, but I want like if I win money, I don't really need money right now. So like. Well, you'll need money later. You yeah, can yeah, save yeah. it. Yeah, I could do that. But like, I'm thinking about just giving half of it away, like back to the cause, right? Because they're doing a whole fundraiser for St. Jude. Nice. So if I'm getting money, quality, like, why not just give it back to the to donate? And then I'm thinking, if I'm the first person to like get called up, which mm-hmm. like knowing my luck, that would happen. Is they'd be like, all right, we're gonna bring on one person. Nice. And it'd be me, and then like I'd win. And I'd be like, well, I don't want to set the precedent of everyone has to give their money back to St. Jude. But you should. You 100% should. And you know what's funny is how confident you are right now. And let's say now everybody's that's listening, which is like yeah. 10 people, if that, are going to... Shenanigan. Yeah, they're going to go and they're going to go and watch it. And then you're going to win. And they'll be like, is he psychic? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. What in the world? What are the odds? Um but listen, America, this is a quality human being here wanting to give half the money. No, 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 no. You should win okay, the medal. Here's of another honor. thing, because like how we we just talked about in basic necessities, like Jesus coming first in yeah. teaching and like all of our Catholicism and catechesis is leading people towards Christ. Yep. Right. So I was sitting in mass at St. Veronica's today. Like I do, cause I'm the best. You gotta explain what Saint Veronica's is. Saint Veronica's someone's like Catholic you were Church. Saint Veronica's house. Like, Saint Veronica's Catholic yeah. Church. I okay. was there for mass. Gotcha. And I was like, okay, how do I work on humility? Because mm-hmm. I'm the most humble person I know. So there's nowhere to look. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> there's nowhere to look for an example, right? So how do I work on it? I can't just go out and be more humble. Yeah. So what do I do? Okay. That's it. That's your answer. You're asking me the question. Yeah, I just asked it. What do I do? How do I? Why, how do wait, I work wait, on humility? Why is this the question? Because you said you were at Saint Veronica's. You were thinking this question. Yeah, I thought you had an answer. No, I, I didn't have an answer. I haven't. It. I haven't gotten an answer yet. So because you're the humblest person, you know that which, was that was a joke. Which is my line. Yeah. This, but so you can't just look. Uh, so what is it's, it? That, okay, here's the question. I can't. What I, are you struggling with in humility? 
just like being humble. I feel like I'm very how are you humble then? How are you humble? Just like like saying things that I, like I don't know. I, I'm not humble. Oh okay, that's so, where I need to work on it. Then why don't you look at someone who's humble? Okay, or look at the, the thing, definition right? of like, humility. Like I can't just go out and be humble. I know. So how it's, do you how it starts do you in the work little on it? Th- it starts in the little thing. Right. So what little thing would you suggest? Mm, okay. Uh, all right. Well, this isn't supposed to be the serious podcast, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> um, the one thing that I think the only thing that I've really been able to work on that's concrete that might relate um, because I suck at humility too is um, I think one of the biggest areas, if not the most important area, that we can work in humility is understanding that there are things that we can't i feel like turning to god in those moments in prayer um would probably be the best way to start working on humility because if we can't i feel like to the physical to the people we can see it's easy to turn on and ask for help like let's say you're carrying all right let's say you're carrying this huge desk groceries groceries fine let's say you're carrying this huge groceries and there's like 30 bags and you want to do it in one, one trip. One trip or die. Yeah, one trip or die. A hundred percent, always. Um, but when is it? I mean, I can always do it. But when is it ever 30, you know, 30 bags? Dude, so let's say no, it's always possible. Never mind. Go back to the big yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's go to the groceries. Let's say these huge groceries, they literally don't fit on your arms or legs. That's not. Or neck. That's not possible. It doesn't matter. It has never happened. Uh, well, the human body imagine. is infinite when it comes to the capacity <laughs> when it to comes carry to groceries, grocery bags. I grow new arms. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's go to a desk. Yeah, go back to the let's desk. Let's go to like let's let's say it's uh not even not not a desk. Let's do a pool table because we're looking at a pool table right now and yeah. we know that we can. So let's say um we, you have to carry a pool table by yourself. And uh take it apart. And no. Let's say you need to do it like right now because you have to be somewhere. So you have like 5 minutes to do a pool table to carry a pool table upstairs. You don't have time to undo it. You don't have time to redo it, whatever. Don't try to I'd say schedule don't, your life. Better. Don't try <laughs> obstacles, okay? I'm just doing an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll allow it. All right. So you have this pool table that you need to carry, and there's literally people that you can see physically in front of you, and you're like, all right, they're strong enough. They can help me carry it. So then you ask, despite the fact that you're like, nah, I can do it. You realize after trying to go downstairs with the pool table, you're like, no, I can't do it. So you're like, hey, guys, can you help me? But at least it kind of forces you to say that. With the stuff that you struggle with, whatever it may be, it's harder to ask for help for someone that you don't see the um, you don't see the uh, effect of it right away, maybe, and you don't actually see the person in front of you. Um, and us as Catholics, you know, I mean, like God, the center of our faith, Christ, like asking for his help and things that we might not see an answer to years in advance, I think can be very humbling. Does that make sense? Like like asking God, I know this is in your hands and also leaving it to him because the answer or the help that we might want might not be exactly what we expected. Does that make sense? So I think just asking God's help in the little things would be a good way to yeah, that's grow just, in humility. That's just hard in the moment. Oh, a hundred percent. You're never like. But that's why that's why I'm saying the little things. It'll get bigger. Like yeah. the things will get bigger. But I'm saying like this really, really, really little things, like minuscule. It can be like, I really don't want to do this small chore right now, or I really 
cannot stand to talk to this person right now, but Lord, allow me, give me the strength. And then trusting that he's helping you because then you'll approach that situation with that trust and that will make it easier. So those are small things, but then there'll be bigger challenges throughout our lives that we experience where we're going to need God's help. And if we didn't work on humility and work on trusting him in those moments, how is it going to be easier later on? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's my advice. You asked for my advice. That's my answer. Yeah, dude. I could be wrong. I'm probably, I'm not that smart. So I'm humble. Look at, look at how humble. <laughs> look at humility. So humble. Dude, I'm, I'm the humblest person. Just in, like the most humble. I'm the humblest. Dude. All right. So, so uh, what do you think about giving communion to politicians who are well, openly what the heck? against Where did, abortion? <laughs> when did, when did after the before become such a serious <laughs> topic? All right, all right. Why are you bringing this up? Why are you bringing um, this up? Because well, you also don't have that much time. No, I got like 20 minutes. Oh, dang. Minutes, but but minutes. after the before Actually, is usually not that long. Yeah, this is normally not a long show. But that's fine. Yeah, Go what, ahead, what are your ask. thoughts? No, what, what are your can thoughts? you ask the question again? Um, on giving communion to people who have openly supported abortion. Yeah, I, no, I don't think that's okay. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Because it's a sin. Well, yeah, but like... If they're committing a sin, why... Uh, you're supporting something that's... You're supporting something, okay, you're supporting something that completely is against God, uh, uh, completely against his creation, completely against everything that God is, and yet you want to open the door of your body and life to him and just accept him like if, oh, I believe exactly what you're saying, why would that be the case? So, wait, what, what's, is, does that, is that a good answer? You're just looking at me like, I don't I don't know. What's your thought? Wait, why no, are you I mean, asking? I agree. That? I agree that like, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, even Father Dyer. I think it was Father Dyer, or maybe it was another priest. But he said, and I think he's either on a podcast or a recorded homily. But he talks about he's like, if, for example, Biden, who says he's Catholic but is all for like LGBTQ, all for like abortion, all for all these other things, which are completely against everything that God is. He said if he came to my church because Biden claims to be Catholic and to go to mass and whatever, he's like, I would refuse him giving him communion because I know for a fact, like he would know for a fact, like by the way he's living his life. Oh, I'm moving the mic. By the way he's living his life and by the way he, uh, all the things he's standing for, uh, standing up for, they're not like, what the Catholic Church teaches. So how can he give him? He said he would refuse communion. Why is it, what's your question on that? Why are you that asking was, that? That was the question. But why? No, that's just because that's something that has been coming up recently because of the whole Biden thing. Like he, okay. he goes to church in Delaware and their, their bishop gives him communion. Bishop in D.C. gives him communion. So it's just like there's some disconnect between... Oh, 100% those bishops and the actual catholic faith so i've been i've been listening to not listening to i've been reading which i don't really do other than this <gasps> podcast i know but uh, uh my wife through a friend showed us this thing i signed up for this thing where it's called the loop it's by catholic vote the loop. yeah and uh, i signed up for it and what it does is every day it sends you um like early in the morning it sends you basically what what your equivalent of what like a newspaper would be and it gives you like the top articles but from like a catholic perspective and it's not talking it's not like saying like 
oh, it takes the the news article and then it just changes the words and makes it sound all negative because we're against everyone. No, like, no, it literally gives you the whole like a snippet of the article and it doesn't change any of it. And then it even gives you a link so you can read the article in its fullest. And it's from like different big news places. Yeah. Um, but since it's a Catholic, it, it just says like, this is what you need to be aware of. Um, so I've been reading more and more about this stuff, um, little by little, which I haven't been that aware of because I just hate the news, but it's, like, it's the worst, it's the worst, but I mean, I feel like we need to be aware. So I'm, I'm trying to a little bit better, be a little bit better about that. But one thing is like, it, it, there was one article that was talking about like how a bishop, I think it was in California or I don't know, remember what state but was praising Biden for winning and giving his congratulations and all these things. Full support. Just goes to emphasize the fact that even people who are super high up in the Catholic Church doesn't mean the Catholic Church is wrong in its beliefs, but it just reemphasizes the fact that there are Catholics in the Church who can be high up, who are still human, and are prone to falling into failure and to um, being wrong. And unfortunately, because of these bishops and priests or whatever who are struggling with these and, and supporting these and, and not being the strong Catholics that we need, like the saints, striving to be saints that we need, um, who says no to the present, the most uh, soon to be present possibly, um, in quotes, most powerful man in the world. They rather um, protect their image and not have people freak out because if the bishops were like in front of everybody because you know the president's there, so it's going to be a full house. The yeah. bishop's there, so it's kind of a big deal. So imagine the pressure the bishop has to just give him what in the eyes of the world is like this little piece of bread. Why are you denying him that? But no, that's the Christ of the universe, the God of the universe who gave his life for all of us. And um, by not giving someone to like a sinner who's completely in goes to the Catholic church, but doesn't act in a way that is in line with our beliefs. Like that's, I think brave for them not to give him the host, but in that moment pressure gets to him and, and we're just broken people. So, I don't think that's, I mean, okay at all. And I'm I'm 100% okay with saying that, um, despite the fact that I don't know much. Um, I know that. And, um, yeah, that's my answer. That's yeah, a long dude. answer, but so what's your thought? What's your thought? go pray for your bishops, and let's get some good leadership in these churches. Cheers. Is that all you had to say? You just yeah. wanted to answer, uh, well, what's your thought on it? Is it? No, I agree. Like, I think that not only is it bad for the person who's receiving communion because if you're not in a state of grace if you're not like ready and willing and following the teachings of the church receiving communion is not good for your soul it's detrimental to your own salvation and so the bishops giving communion to someone who is openly against the church and their teachings they're not saving that person they're not doing anything good for that person they're only harming that person um, and then that falls on the bishop or the priest giving communion to them because they are participating in that as well. 
they are knowingly giving communion to someone who is not ready to receive it. And so it's hurting that person and it's very disrespectful to Christ himself Mm -hmm. because we are barely worthy to receive Christ. We're never worthy to receive Christ on our own. Like it's grace that, that we are even able to receive communion. We are able to receive Jesus at mass. Like that is ridiculous in itself. And so if the bare minimum for us to be able to receive Jesus is like, believing that it's Christ and having gone to confession and not having any mortal sins on our souls. Like that is still, we're still way below any like um, worthiness of receiving Jesus. And so like, if you're even below that, like, I don't know, it just seems even, it just seems so disrespectful to Christ himself. Mm-hmm. If you're going to even go up and receive communion that way. Yeah. So, like yeah, I don't know. If you if you want to show Christ the respect that is due Him, which is everything, mm-hmm. then withholding communion from people who outright just oppose teachings of the church, like that's that's I think a reason good enough just just for respecting Christ the way He needs to be respected. Yeah. Um. I'm just gonna say a quick story on that because I know this ended up becoming a really Do serious. It do it um i know this ended up becoming a really serious podcast which uh it's usually the more like loosey goosey one let me tell you a joke knock knock who there amos amos who a mosquito bit me (laughs) no doesn't that sound like all right i'm gonna say the same joke but listen to this knock knock come in no let's say (laughs) nailed him got him god got him knock knock got him it sounded like you just went to the other side of the room. Knock, knock. Who's there? I miss. Amos, who? I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> See, that works also. That sounded good. That, that works um, also. Okay. Um, and I'd never even heard that joke before. I just it just sounded like it. Okay. So. All right. Quick, quick story. story. A quick story. <laughs> Boom. That's supposed to be more fun. This is gonna be serious. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> These sound effects are never going to get old. All right, go for it. Tell so, us your sad story. So it's not a sad story. It's a good story, but it kind of like ties everything together. Gotcha. You know, so Do it. Um, there's this, and, I, and this is going to be like the most, um, what is it when you cite something? You know, like when you write something and it, it, it's someone else's, but you got to cite it. Cited? Oh. All right, well, there's going to be... But if you're be... not citing it, then it's just plagiarism. All right, but it's not going to be plagiarism because I'm going to try to cite it. But the thing is, I have no idea where it came from, and I don't know the date. I don't know where. Okay, I just know the story. Just a story, it's a and long... it's not Carlos's. It's a yeah. long story? It, no, no, no. It's a story that happened a long time ago. We're almost okay. done. We're almost done. So basically, um, there was this uh, country. I want to say it's like Russia or whatever when they were, or, or Germany. Uh, I don't know. But there was like... A government. Uh, um, there was just uh, government these, overthrow, basically. Um, War. So then, the people that were in power in the time wanted to get rid of Catholicism. Wanted to um, anybody that um, said that they were Catholic or whatever, they would kill or torture or put in prison. Gosh, this sounds so terrible sounding. Oh. Like when I don't have all the details, but this is literally how it happened. So. 
the way it would happen is everyone who was kind of like underground and staying hidden or whatever and didn't want to be questioned on if they were Catholic, um, they still want to go to mass and peop- and the priests had like caves and like houses that they would get hosted Are at. Are you talking people- about Rome? The catacombs? No, I don't think it was Rome, okay. but whatever. This happened a lot probably throughout, but this is the part that's Talking like, about Mexico. I don't know. It's definitely not Mexico. But talking about Germany? Oh my gosh. Maybe. <laughs> so basically, um the tying the story together to what you were saying and to what we were saying is like um they were it's in Cuba. Mass. You're it's talking like, about Cuba. Gosh dang it, let me finish. <laughs> All right, continue, continue. I'm never gonna be is able it to Russia. Finish. It's oh Russia. You're talking about Russia. All right, to get serious, um just ignore them. So basically <laughs> There was like priests having. There was this priest, or there were priests that were having masses, kind of like in homes or underground or whatever. Um, And uh, let's say it was in a home, for example, and the home was like in the middle of this courtyard, uh, or on the on the side of exterior of this courtyard, or along all uh, all these other uh, homes. So, um, whatever government or whatever power was in charge right now got wind of this catholic priest having mass for people and it's hidden so they went and they stormed that house um so then the priest kind of um tried to hide everything everyone dispersed but they found the eucharist and then they got upset they walked out and they threw the eucharist on the ground they're like this is what we think of your god and to everybody else it kind of looked like and it was in the middle of the courtyard to everyone else it looked like just bread thrown all over the ground. But their faith was so strong. They're like, that's Jesus. But they were also so scared because they're human. Mm -hmm. And they saw the possibility of their human life like ending. Yeah. So there was this kid who, super young, probably if I remember the story correctly, I think it was like under 13 years old, under 12 years old or whatever, and knew the importance of the Eucharist in every single, but also was taught and this was like the mistake on him, but was taught that you can only receive the Eucharist once a day or twice a day or whatever. So he was like, I can't go and consume all of them in the day at night and save our Lord. I can't pick them all up. He did also didn't want to touch it with his hands because he knew the sacredness of, of Christ. He was like, so every single night, it was like 20 some hosts, every single night he would go at night since he's small and just put his mouth to the ground, pick up a host with his tongue, consume it and then leave and then the next day same thing same thing same thing and there's one more left I, I i think that's how the story goes there's one more left goes that night and he consumes the host but then when he's leaving he trips or makes noise or whatever and then um the uh, officials whatever whoever's in charge right now found him and then um they shot him to death or they killed him um, just kind of all that story to say, like, he knew the importance of, like, who, like, someone at such a young age knew Christ, knew what the Eucharist meant, and approached it with so much reverence, and was willing to die for the Eucharist, because it's not like the official psalm that last night, and that's the only time he was in danger, and then he got killed, but every single night that he put his neck on the line for Christ... Every single night he was in danger, but he knew the importance of like this disrespectful or whatever. And I think it's gotten to the point where people just don't know that because it's not just Biden. 
but a lot of Catholics nowadays, and I've fallen into it too because I've been embarrassed, and I'm willing to say that right now. Like I've been in sin, and I'm like, oh, I can't, or I've eaten before Mass, and it hadn't been an hour. I'm like, oh, like if I don't go to Mass, what are people going to think? If I don't go to receive communion, what are people going to think? And there's been times when, it, and, and uh, I've gotten past that, but in the past, um, that's happened. But there's also so many people who receive the Eucharist still unworthily because they don't know Christ. They don't know what that means to receive the Eucharist. Um, so that story to tie everything together. And that was a more serious story. So if you stayed around to the end, um, thanks for listening. Uh, uh, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Lighten the mood there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But that's that's my that's my story to tie it in. Yeah, to, because it's a true story, despite the fact that I have none of the facts. No, I've, I've heard that story before. I think it was a Spanish girl, though. Was it Spanish? I think so. Was it actually? I think. I feel like, uh, why am I leaning more towards like Russia or Germany? Because mm, you're wrong. That's it's, why. It's 100% possible. And I'm because humble. That's why I <laughs> Well, that's all I got. That's all, all right, I got. Dude. That's my well, story. Uh, this is Andy signing off for Andy. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is Carlos saying bye.